Yeah, automotive industry, man. So is that kind of how you got into machining and stuff like that? Or so my dad has been a woodworker like his whole life, been a, <coughs> owned his own business his whole life. Um, so I got a lot of like my craftsmanship, I would say, like from him. Mm. And then in high school, I learned how to like turn wood and acrylics on a lathe. Oh, that's and that's so cool, how man. I actually learned like how to do this. But then it was, I mean, I didn't pick it back up till December of last year. Dude, I'd say there's nothing then, more satisfying than watching like, especially wood or turning anything on that type of lathe. Like a glass lathe is like different. There's right. like a lot of these steps. There's something about watching someone on a wood lathe, they're doing acrylic, very similar thing, I would assume. Just watching them shave the layers, going back and forth and adjusting it's like- so satisfying. So satisfying, <laughs> yeah, especially a time lapse. I used to make a lot of videos like, of like close up shots of like the blade, like digging into the resin and like the flakes coming off and stuff. Should get more into like making some reels of that. You like should, that. dude, because that's the type of thing that gets an absurd amount of views and likes once it catches on. Mm -hmm. And um, it'll be one of those things that just gets you like maybe enough people seeing you. And not everyone that sees you is going to buy product. Right. You know what I mean? So, but it gets a larger number of people seeing you. So it gives you a higher probability of finding the people that would spend the money and buy the product. 100%. So, but that's, <clears throat> that's really cool, dude. So your dad kind of like, Set, like planted that seed of like working on the lathe like that and the woodworking yeah. was just kind of like in the family mm -hmm. and like my mom's father he was a woodworker his whole life too so it's like been in our family kind of yeah so but i never really took a liking to it honestly until like a couple years ago yeah i like really started to enjoy it and like because you i don't know as a kid you don't really oh. You don't see that stuff, you know, dude, you're like, oh, this is hard work, I don't want to do this. Bro, like, yeah. it's not even so much hard work. When you're a kid, you're so desperately trying to, like, find your place and yeah. find your tribe and find the people that make you feel accepted that it's hard for you to appreciate even, like, good movies and stuff. You're so yeah. moving so quickly through life. And it's like, then eventually, once you slow down and find your place of comfort, you start looking around and appreciating things like craftsmanship and quality and yep. maybe getting into that field yourself. Right. So, like... Dude, I understand that big time, man. I was all over the place as a kid. Like, just yeah. I was just always trying to like find like the like my new group to skateboard with, or like the the new like place where the shows or venues were happening, and trying to find yep. new crews of people there. And it's just like bouncing from group to group. You gotta find your spot in life for sure. I mean, you gotta. That's what it's all about: bopping around, you know, till you find that groove. Dude, that's kind of how I got here, man. Like I loved smoking weed Same. and then like I was like, wait, there's like a culture with this. And I started finding YouTube videos and be like, wait, there's like people on the West Coast that are like openly smoking weed together at events and like, yeah. oh, there's this cool glass. And I was like, I want to be part of this. I want to be fucking in this industry. Like it looked so cool. Like that was way before the glass board though. Right. That was just when I was a cons mostly just consumer and just an observer being like, yeah. damn, I was a grower back then. Yeah. I do love it out here. It's great. I mean, honestly. What are some of your favorite things you've done out here so far? I've uh, been to Red Rocks. I've been there a couple times now. We went up uh, kind of close near Mount Evans. Uh, mm. Did some dirt biking and four wheeling. Awesome. Real Colorado there. shit right oh, there. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Mountains. It was beautiful. It's like, I mean, PA mountains, you know, they're they're like hills. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's nuts. Well, they're like, they're, they were big mountains like yeah. millions of years ago, but then they were shaved down and right. then they put like Amazon storage warehouses on top yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. So. I've been to Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh yeah, but you probably know about like where uh, where I went to college at in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, okay. I mean I'm from Syracuse, New York. Okay. So like yeah. I used to drive through Pennsylvania all the time on 95 and shit, going up and down to Florida and back mm -hmm. and stuff. So like all over the East Coast, like skateboarding too. Like I I went to Woodward for four years in a row okay. in Pennsylvania there. So like you know, and I was a big fan of CKY as a kid. Yeah. You know, the whole CKY crews from down oh, there. Yeah. So. Um, was at Westchester area, yeah. but yeah, so I know, I know Pennsylvania. I know it's the longest fucking state to drive through besides Nebraska. Yeah, Kansas like, was pretty bad when I was coming out. Oh, and yeah. I was going through in the dark, man. Oh yeah, it so was, nothing oh, changed. Yeah, nothing like, changed. Are we <laughs> moving? Dude, we were going through one time, and I didn't know there was all these windmills, right? So it's pitch dark out in the middle of a field in uh, in Kansas, and I just look out, and everywhere I can see is just red flashing lights. You're like, what? And the I'm fuck like, is what is? It looked like I was driving into the purge. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And I was like, oh, okay, wait a minute. They're windmills. We're good. We're good. Stay on the road. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
That's hilarious, dude. Oh, <laughs> Real God. quick, because I didn't even do this. But like, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to episode 71 of the podcast. Today, we have Jake from ResinWorks. He makes all these awesome tools and accessories for dabbing, concentrates, and everything you need there. Um, we're just hanging out. I'm stoked. This is the first time I've ever met Jake. So you guys are seeing our first ever interaction. <laughs> we do not know each other. Um, but he just moved out here to Colorado for the summer, you said? Yep. Yep, sweet. So he's out here hanging out. And uh, we're going to kick it today and have a fun episode smoking. So. Pack your bowls, roll your joints, heat up your nails. I've been taking a dab in a week and a half, so I'm about to take some dabs with Jake, and I'm about I'm just gonna be confused, um, stupid. That's why I'm really trying to make a good introduction before I take my first dab, because it's gonna just start getting bad from there. But yeah, thank you so much, everybody who hangs out with us each week, and we'll get back to it. So, dude, when you're mixing these like resins and epoxies for these like dabbers and stuff, like. How do you go about like picking your colors? Is it kind of like so, day to day? You're just having fun with right it? Right now, I just buy pre-made colors and then I do the carving, the assembling. The oh, cool. So people sell like bl stuff. blanks, like blocks yeah, of like resin. Blocks, yeah. That's awesome, dude. So I just buy a big block and like cut it down and then load it in the lathe, shape it, sand it, polish it, assemble yeah. it and everything. I do hope to get like set up eventually to start messing with my own resin. Yeah, pouring your own little resins and yeah. stuff. But that, honestly, it's a it's a whole nother art form. Oh, I really? I'm sure. Master for sure. Like some of these guys really get it, like really do a nice job. Like I'm sure just like not getting air bubbles and stuff and like being able to like really pour a clean, like clean and or like make the colors not just all blend together into one brown right. blob and like actually have some like distinct like mixed mm -hmm. like it, I don't know, it, they're beautiful. That's, I love like what people like do with these resins and stuff. It's, it's so like, cool. it reminds me of glass, but like obviously right. more indestructible. I mean, obviously yeah. anything can break. Yeah, but, I mean, I've had these but, things blow apart yeah. on me. <laughs> but like shit happens. But like for the most part, I mean, if you were to have, like do something like this with glass, I don't think it would be as, uh, you know, durable day to day, like right. taken out in the world. But man, the colors and stuff you get with these, this is my personal one I've had mm -hmm. for months now. It's the only day ever we use here in the studio. So we, we appreciate you, dude. Heck yeah, man, no problem. Yeah, so like when you're like like turning this stuff on the lathe, like I work on a glass lathe. Right. So I know it's like a little bit different setup. Yeah. Do you have to like be like all masked up and stuff from powders and shit? Because like with me, it's like it's gases and I have right. a ventilation system. But with you, I would assume because you're using an abrasive kind of like shaving it away, is there like yep. and it's this these are epoxy or yeah, epoxy okay. resin. Epoxy yeah. resin. I would assume like there's got to be some sort of like micro dust or something that's yeah it gets pretty dusty um <coughs> and i work with quasar so we have like the whole shop like my section kind of tarped yeah. off so like my dust doesn't get like on the glass that makes stuff sense like that. that makes sense oh cool. um but it is it's dusty um when you're like doing sanding like on like a belt sander or yeah. anything but when i'm carving it's more like flakes flakes okay so flakes. you don't have to have like any sort of respirator i do i okay, still, still do respirator still do. just okay. because this it's toxic yeah like i don't want to breathe it in oh yeah because like the heat too from friction so there's got to be some heat involved and like right. smell and stuff like that oh wow yeah. yeah i didn't even think about that now all my sanding is wet sanding okay so i don't really have to wear a mask yeah, yeah. for that because it just keeps any material gets down. caught in the water yeah. same thing with why we use wet saws here in glass it right. also makes it so it keeps the glass cooler while you're actually cutting it so that you get yeah. like a cleaner sharper cut and you're not like shocking it and like right. making it crack from heat yeah yeah, this it, it gets a little messy, but nothing a shop back can't handle it. Yeah, dude, that's cool, man. So you work in like a glass shop then, essentially, like, yeah. like home studio, like yep, pretty much you got, like this. You got a dude like right next to you, like whipping out like glass art, and then you're doing your art for him too. Yep. So do you find? I know you've only been here a short time. Probably you've been set up three weeks in that shop or so. Or? Uh, I moved in june oh sixth oh okay yeah. so and, and you were probably set up fairly quickly yep okay yeah, it just doesn't take me long to set have up. you found like any sort of like new like basically ideas or inspiration by working next to another artist maybe in a different art because he the Definitely. glass is a little bit different so like you see things that give you ideas like oh i'd love to incorporate a pattern like that or a color like that into mm -hmm. like and i know right now you're kind of limited to that because you are buying like the blanks from like people and carving it down but I'm sure it gives you like ideas and stuff being next to someone like him because yeah. he he does so much cool shit with color oh, patterns. And he yeah, with color patterns especially like he helped me like start to do some of this stuff where I like angled in like different sections. Like these are the two same color here, and then there's like another one in there, and it's oh, kind of a couple different cool, angles. Oh, that's um, sad. those colors are popping. Oh yeah, and then the UV on. You don't have a. <laughs> do you have a, uh, a UV um, light? I, Dude, I don't even know what the fuck it is. Pop it on, but a lot of those have a lot of UV in them too. It's so oh, sick. that's cool. So they're able to incorporate all sorts of stuff into those resins. And yeah. like, so you're actually a, like really able to like match 
certain stuff to people's glass. Like if they have something with Illuminati or they have something with that like Citron or Citron yep. or whatever the fuck it is. You're like, oh, I got this UV color. It'll pop under black light with your piece when you're taking a dab. Your dabber's all glowing too and the piece is glowing. Yep. That's fucking cool, dude. Yeah, I like to match them up with some stuff. I know I... It's, it's pretty cool, you know, to be able to see like my work sitting next to a lot of other glass blowers oh, yeah, work dude. and stuff. It's pretty cool. So like, cool. how'd you get connected with like glass blowers? It seems like you know like I, glass blowers. Yeah, I've like kind of been, I, I mean, this is my first like business in the industry, but I've been in the industry since I was in college. Okay. And I like have known Trey Quasar since I've been in, you know, in college and we, I watched him like kind of grow up on the torch. So mm -hmm. I've been around glass blowers a lot. I just never have done it myself, yeah. you know? So were you like kind of a, yeah, I mean, you probably still are, but you, you're a collector then. That's how you started. Yeah. Like, you started collecting glass. Yep. So, like, what was your first, like, heady piece you ever it got? It was a JB Glass Art mini tube. It was, uh, it was like, six or seven inches tall. Just oh, an orange cool, mini dude. tube with some wig wags. And Hell some yeah, dude. That's nice sick. Little, do you remember Coochie Cap who made, like, the Coke bottle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I had a little yeah. orange Coochie Absolutely. Cap yeah, to dude. go with it. That's yeah. fucking sick. Yeah, dude. Man, when colors were more limited, I swear it was easier to find more matching stuff back in the mm -hmm. day. And honestly, back then when those were around, there wasn't as many accessory makers. No. Like, there really was really wasn't. only. Now you have people that it's their whole business. But back right. then, you get an accessory. It was because, like, a major artist made an accessory. It wasn't because this dude makes these accessories. Which I think that's one really cool thing about this whole industry is that, like, just like you, now you're starting, you have a business in it, is like people are able to bring their ideas and stuff, even if they're not a grower, even if they're not a glass blower, even if they're not someone that does consultation and setting up large <laughs> companies for growing stuff. People that just have like different skills, like working on a, like a wood lathe and turning things. And like, I, there's even guys that do ceramic work that make like ceramic pipes and shit in this industry. So, yeah. I don't know. I love that I feel like this is one. Like the glass industry or the cannabis industry and the things that surround it are very close to the description of the American dream that our country was originally kind of like set around. I it was think like, so too. You know, like work with your hands, make a living, and take care of your family. It's as simple as that. Like, that's it. And, and we're in this industry, I feel like you can really do it. And there's a lot of people that even watch this that <coughs> maybe like are working that job that they're not super stoked on but they have an idea or they at least would prefer to just work harder but work with their hands and make something that they can be proud of yeah this industry offers that opportunity it really does some 100%. people will tell you these days that this industry maybe is like you know like there's not as much work or glass isn't selling this or that this is not the case mm -mm. no there's just a lack of quality and service with most companies so just customers get discouraged and go somewhere else or they with my case they can't get the piece so maybe they go on to someone else but that just makes our industry bigger because now maybe that person couldn't get an rbr they're fed up with me they're over me so now they're going to go on to this guy and start supporting someone else that just keeps helping our industry right. grow i mean it's but, all about the industry as a as a as a whole i mean it's, we're so small still i mean we're growing we're growing fast yeah but, but it's but no one knows we exist no this is this is as much as like a lot of people are like oh like weeds corporate and all this is like corporate now i'm like dude we're in the back alley still this is in the dark Mm -hmm. Like no one knows about this. Like normal people don't realize that someone can make pipes in his garage all day and smoke weed and like and make a living and make a living, pay for his kid to go to a nice school, like make his wife can stay home and just help him with the business. Like we get like I tell my wife, even on days she's getting stressed out, I'm like, listen, we get to wake up every day and smoke a bowl with each other and go to work and we're right and we're right in the same like building. Yeah, like where you don't have to go talk to anyone that's being nasty or a shitty boss, like mm -hmm. and we're together and like I cook lunch for her every day. So it's like, this is like, it. sometimes even if you're in the best situation, you still get frustrated. 100%. But I always have to remind her, like, hey, like, we've done the shitty jobs. Like, remember when yep. we only saw each other is I was getting home from work and you were going to work? Like, because mm -hmm. I've been with my wife since I was 15. Okay. So we've been together forever. I'm yeah. out of MySpace, bro. <laughs> I don't even know if you know MySpace. Oh, is, yeah. But, I remember MySpace. Yeah, dude. We met on MySpace. Uh -huh. I hit her up. I was like, what's your aim? You know? <laughs> Start talking on aim, yep. just pre emoji or anything. You had to just be like ASL, oh, just like ASL, age, <laughs> sex, location. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. You know oh, that's because that's you, know, you didn't know who you were talking you to. Know you didn't know who you were talking to, bro. You just like ASL. And I and I got into like my car oh, the other day and I like noticed it, it says ASL, but it's, I found out it's assisted learning or something oh. like that. But like even asked, I was like, is this like age, sex, location? Like, you hit this button, like it does something. Tell me. Yeah, tell me. Dude, well, we have some Q-tips. Yeah, like bro. Oh, I do. I have. I have. A, I, why I'm blowing it. I got all my Q-tips. Aja, would you? Uh, 
inside there it's inside the case or it might even some up on there's there might be a one open up on top of this counter wow. yeah wow. but i blew it today i got my turp swabs turp swabs, turp swabs. we got stacks of them bro we actually got Thank like you. a super legit sponsor though i haven't even told Isaac about this oh but, yeah. yeah i'm stoked i don't need to talk about it right now but <laughs> real things are happening oh we got this for you right yeah <laughs> i'm a dab yet i'm already like too stoned like sitting over here oh boy it's smacking at all greens <laughs> but yeah it's really cool how this industry like offers opportunity for like a lot of people to be involved and find that feeling of the american dream where they're like i'm gonna make something and I'm gonna fucking sell it, and I'm gonna take care of my family and create a living. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen right away. No. Oh my god, that's the big thing with any business, though. People gotta realize that first five to maybe seven years are is, is gonna be so brutal. Mm-hmm. And when you think five to seven years, most young people think about one thing. They go, "Well, high school is only four years, and that was the longest time of my life." Right. So five years is one year longer than high school, and seven years is almost double that. How am I gonna do this? And it's like, listen, like. You gotta smoke more weed if you're that worried about time. Like you have to like you have to you have, yes. you have to be more stoned if you're that hung up on time. Stop thinking about time. Just live day to day. Focus on your task. Every day wake up and do. focus on your task. That is it. And be high enough that you're almost like a robot that you do that. And then one day you'll snap out of that high and you'll probably be successful. So just, you know, just shut off and smoke more weed and just work hard. And yeah. really, I promise it, it will get better. It'll work out. It'll get worse before it gets better, though. It gets. It always know, gets worse. Oh, it takes you to better. dark places owning a business. <laughs> it takes you to really dark places. And you're like, oh. But, you know, that's kind but, of like why it gets so special is if, as you find success, then you like really appreciate it. And it gives you so much wisdom, too, for like dealing with life situations. Because yeah. you realize like your spectrum for how bad things can get is much different. So like when something bad happens, like animal gets sick, something, whatever happens, it doesn't let you don't lose control as much because you have more of a spectrum of like how tough things can be. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, Oh, I know what really bad is and this sucks, but we'll get through this. Right. You know, cause I've seen really bad. Yep. Like you got to hit those lows, but it's almost like, highs. you know, the people that come back from war in a positive way. Some people come back with horrible post traumatic stress, but some people come back with like this wisdom where they're like, nothing's that bad right you know it can always it, it can, be worse it can always be worse. always and you know that's maybe probably the only positive thing you can find out of a traumatic experience but yep. you know that's that's just what it is i really yeah. want to try this piece i know it's goliath Absolutely. who's the other guy uh jp cicero he jp cicero i follow him yeah yeah, yeah i follow he's, he's doing a he's lot of like milli right now and like, doesn't he own pdx tubing you know i'm not sure maybe i'm thinking of the wrong person I don't know. I feel like I'm not I know the name. I'm familiar with the work. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't think of the name right here again because yeah. I'm already I just don't. But I'd like to smoke. They want to warm me up, bro. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Set you up over there. Set this here for a second. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. First dab in like a week and a half, so like it's, it's gonna get weird for me right here. I just I just even shake his head. He's like, oh, it's gonna confusing. I'm, it's gonna I, get I, weird. The questions are gonna become less about what you're doing and working, more about like life stuff. Hey, that's gonna... fun. Dude, I, re- I specifically remember like early on when I started watching the podcast, there was one episode where you started talking about like aliens and stuff, and then you went, Well, actually, I just think like humans are aliens. And oh, I was yeah. like, Bro, I've been saying that for dude, years. Yeah, no, we're, we're definitely the aliens, dude. Okay, I got some questions actually. <laughs> I got some questions after this dad. <laughs> Fuck. I talked about my trainer with, like, this this lady I train with. Like, mm-hmm. we talk about crazy fucking shit. And, like, that's why I think I work out there now. I'm like, I don't even need to come here. I can set up a gym in my basement. So, like, I think I'm just coming here to talk to this person because she's, like, she's great conversation. She's, like, because she watches all the crazy, like, podcasts and stuff and listens mm-hmm. to all the really, like, obscure you yeah. know alternative history stuff mm-hmm. you know like i'm mean, sure are you familiar with like all the graham hancock and uh oh no oh boy <laughs> you'll have West. to show me some of that I uh, these yeah. are all like i'm like you know, scientists archaeologists writers oh, okay i'm gonna get one um, scooped up yeah dude 675 still warm I'm sure you don't just want to raise it at 670 Bro, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I mean, you're here, so you can help me through this if I'm too confused. So you've seen the podcast before. Oh, this is gonna be, this is gonna be a lot. Oh wait, I got this thing too. Oh, you got your turbo, like six eighteen. And I know the number on this one that I like. Perfect. Yeah, my friend had bought that. Goliath auctioned it back. 
I can't remember if it was 16 or 17. I just went back and saw the post the other day, but got it off of auction and then I saw it in his collection and I was like, damn, like I just like fell in love with the piece. So I knew I had to have it. So then he uh, he posted it up. Well, he didn't really post it up. He gave me first dibs on it and I was like, sold. So I was super happy to get that in the collection. Dude, it's a dope piece. Thank you. I love the, like I said, I don't see these type of glass are more rare, I feel like. Yeah, 100%. Just see like those flat cane like horns and stuff. Yeah. And then he started it's doing really like more of the, um, <coughs> the round horns now mm. than the fins. Yeah. Ooh. <clears throat> Contains marijuana. Be careful. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know if there's any oh, weed yeah, in there. I don't know if there's any weed in there. I don't feel nothing. <laughs> um, uh, <coughs> so, Jake, tell me, what do you think consciousness is? That's a hard question. Right? I mean, it's definitely like being, I think it's definitely being like a, being able to critical think because we're the only beings. Well, there's been proven like a couple other ones that they're doing studies on now, but like we're the only ones that can really actually critical think and like do things on the planet. But like. And we're starting to see some similarities in other... So you're like, describing consciousness physically. What do you think I, it is, though? I don't know. You're describing <laughs> what it does for the physical right. being that has the consciousness. Yeah. But what do you think it is, bro? I don't know. Dude, no, I think it is. What do you think it is? I don't think is? I even talked about this on the podcast. Maybe I, I think I, you I, can. I, I, I talked about my dad, I think, but I don't know if I talked about it in here. <laughs> I think... I might briefly touch on it. But I think what it is, is think about it like this. Think about a radio signal. Think about there's a radio station out there in the universe mm -hmm. just projecting a radio signal in all directions, almost like when you throw a rock in a pond, you see all the ripples going all directions. Yeah. Every single one of those ripples going out through the universe mm -hmm. contains consciousness. And now here's what I think happens on planets. I think planets, eventually species evolve to a point where they become like a radio. They can receive the signal. They catch it. But each receiver, each radio is unique. So it only catches certain consciousness frequencies. I caught the Evan frequency. Okay. You caught the Jake frequency. Okay. So when they say that deja vu or you live a million lives, maybe simultaneously, everywhere in the universe there's Jake's. Mm -hmm. Well, that's because maybe different beings evolved to the level and got the right and frequency. Got the same frequency. And they have the, they have the Jake frequency they catch. So you're simultaneously living everywhere. Yeah. Because different creatures throughout so the So it's universe. almost like personality is consciousness is that like yeah no, basically extent? i think it's a frequency going through the whole universe and yeah biological life is just little fucking radios that catch that signal and whatever signal they catch is the one that's unique to them but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that that this biological suit's unique it just means that this biological suit's able to capture this unique consciousness right and i'm just fucking you know radiating through the universe yeah but you know, smoke dude, weed every day. That's, that's right. I mean, I'm open to anything. Yeah, know? I do. But that's what I think consciousness is. I love is. hearing, like, different theories from so many people. And, like, then you find, like, similarities between... I mean, I always say there's so many different religions and theories out there. Either one of us is right or none of us is right. I think everyone's telling the same story, though. But it's just like a... Like, yeah. there's variations of the same original story. Well, yeah, think of like, it as, like, siblings. Like, I think everyone's, like... Every story of a religion is just a different sibling to one parent. So yeah. basically, if you had all these different religions, well, essentially all the Abrahamic religions are like that, Judaism, um, mm -hmm. Christianity, and Islam, they're all the same story, just basically like three different brothers telling the same story. Okay. Um, but I think that's like what all religions are. We're all trying to explain, and like people in religion, I'm not a religious person. Right. I just find it fascinating, mm -hmm. really. Um, but I think they're all just trying to explain the same thing is like, where do we come from? Why are we here? And then that gets manipulated into how do we control the masses in a way where we can keep this shit fucking going? Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. So how do we, you know, herd? Yeah, exactly. How do we keep uh, the herd happy <laughs> so we can keep this shit moving forward? Because it's against wild. each other, right? Yeah, because we're like such sensitive creatures. I feel like we don't live long enough to develop the tools we need to be like the best we can be. And by the time we are at an age with enough wisdom, our biological suit is falling apart. Right. So we can't use all this wisdom and it's like, oh, teach the younger generation. Well, the younger generation is so focused on trying to find their place and they're so confused that they can't hear the wisdom. Yeah. So we're in this repetitive cycle where we never 
can get farther consciously because we don't have the life expanse or life expectancy. That's why I think with like virtual worlds, augmented reality, we're going to be able to alter our perception of time. And maybe biologically we only have 70 years, but we put our brains in different virtual realities that make us live for thousands of years in order to learn the lessons so that we're good to go. Right. I mean, I've heard like Elon even say before, like that, it's going to get to a point where like the virtual reality is indistinguishable from real reality. Yeah. And then which people will slow down time because the brain, you'll be able to adjust to it and be like, Oh, like maybe one day in this world, you're going virtual reality. One day is actually like fucking 10 years. So you're actually, you're aging very slow biologically, but in the virtual world, you're living many lives. Mm -hmm. You ever see the movie interstellar? Oh yeah, bro. Oh my God. Yeah, bro. That's that, a crazy that, fucking That's what movie. that reminded me of when the guys like up above and they go to the planet yeah. like down and it's been like yeah the gravity is different down yeah. there but it's been like thirty oh. years up there. That's why time like, is weird. Like that's why when we say like oh we're we humans we lived like seventy five eighty or hundred, it's like that's how long this biological like gooey brain thing this meat suit lives. Right. But time is not like that's just like when this thing's living. It, it, time is like not just here it's different it's different everywhere it is and yeah like like i don't know i'm not smart enough to honestly talk about this in an intelligent way but i love getting stoned and just talking about fucking (laughs) fuck gravity and shit i don't even care dude because no one i feel like no one does nowadays i used to do this when i was younger even before i smoked weed me and my friends would just stay up late and talk about crazy shit and then all of a sudden like texting popped up and then we all stopped talking like that and then we all got weird now we just don't talk yeah you know it's really funny like how much like everyone switching to text communication dominantly affects our social skills. Oh, 100%. But emojis are slowly fixing it. Yeah, you know it helps I mean? for sure. <clears throat> and do you agree that emojis are modern day hieroglyph- hieroglyphics? I never looked at it that way, but yeah, I get, yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, because you want to know one thing about emojis and hieroglyphics is that like with emojis, you can talk to someone that's even like in a different country that speaks a different language right send them a smiley face it breaks the language barrier yeah send them a smiley face they're like oh happy okay like well it's what hmm. i'm saying it's a universal language right. what i'm saying is like in the next 100 to 200 years we're going to move our whole world because we're moving towards like a, a i think a more world. orwellian like dictator yeah. world one world government kind of crazy shit but i think that we're going to use images to communicate and less of language yeah and because that's a, a universal language and we, we can learn it very quickly, especially with how we talk through text now. We communicate mm-hmm. with emojis. Some right. people just send emojis back and forth. And I mean, pictures are always just like, you know, you can reach anybody with that, like they know. But everybody sees something different when they see a picture. Dude, all it's going to take is a couple wealthy people to carve some emojis on some stone and in 5,000 years, <laughs> they're going to dig it up and be like, look at these hieroglyphics we found. It's really, you know, we're a very repetitive species. That's the Yeah. Is that for real? Is that oxygen? Is that happening? We have oxygen delivery? Yeah, they said they were coming Thursday. All right, we're going to take a really quick pause, and uh, I got to go handle this oxygen delivery. Hash is strong. Hash is strong. Yeah. I love it. I like that. Um, I smoked so much hash for like three years straight when I first moved to Colorado. Mm -hmm. It was all so good. There's so many different flavors. And the flavor, it's like... (laughs) You know, like you're from Pennsylvania, so you actually appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. Like like you genuinely appreciate it. I do, and it's like it. It smells the same way it tastes. Yes, absolutely. Where flour is like sometimes it smells really good, but it still tastes like a campfire. Right. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Why does it smell so good? Tastes like butt. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even like, even BHO can kind of be a little different than Mm -hmm. it smells sometimes. It's still a lot closer. Yeah. But I heard something about or saw something about an east coast um butane and propane supplier being um they're um being contaminated with benzene and a bunch of shit going down about that i was like oh that's good that's good well like anything when you have like um industrial size production of chemicals medicines Yep. The littlest fuck up of a compound will contaminate large portions and it can do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's the way she goes sometimes. But what you're saying is, is because a lot of these people were using this company as their solvent provider and running right. the hash with this solvent, there may have been trace elements of stuff you did not want to be smoking in there. 
right. which is no good for your health. That's no good. Just yeah, that's tough, man. That's why I smoke a lot of solventless. I'll smoke anything though, really. But like, I make sure that if I'm gonna smoke like heavily of something, it's like my own personal solventless I bought. Right. Like, I'm not worried about one dab of anything rocking me, but mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I mostly smoke solventless. Same these here. Days. But like, I mean, I'm not like if if you take the time and you know put good in, you can get great BHO, and I have nothing Bro, you, against you that. You can get like, BHO that it. will be better than most. Rock your socks off, man. You, you'll but. get BHO that tastes better than most fucking rosins, probably if you do it really well. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know, but there's just something nostalgic about rosin because it gets you high like a concentrate, but it gives you the feel like you smoked weed. Yeah. But when I smoke a bunch of BHO, I feel like I've done drugs. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So like when I smoke a bunch of rosin, I feel like I smoked a ton of weed. Yeah. Like when I smoke a bunch of BHO, it's much different. I'm like, whoa, I'm yeah. fucking fucked up. You're like fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. damn, bro. So there's you, something happening there. It's just so clean off a of hash, like that it's, I feel like you don't get, I feel like it's that little tiny percentage of the other things that's left yeah. in the BHO that really ends up. See, I don't know what's that. I think it's almost like on a mon yeah. molecular level because you know okay. how like the fucking solvent literally dissolves the yeah. membrane of, of the hash like that's like around like the turf and the trichome. It dissolves yeah. it, and the way it like dissolves everything down, then you purge it all off. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's much more concentrated than we realize. I think. I think it's like more concentrated somehow as far as with like the THC or something. For, I'm not sure. I mean, they do get higher percentages usually out of maybe it. Maybe that's just what it is. Then. Maybe it's just like a heavier, maybe it's like four loco, you know, what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's like all alcohol, but it's just like, this one has oh, a lot man. of caffeine in it. So it's going to fuck you up quicker. Yeah. <laughs> There's like someone out there that makes hash for a living. That's like paved the way that maybe sees this and they're just screaming right now. They're like, that's all wrong. That's not all a, wrong. That's all fucking Everything wrong. Everything you're saying is podcast. wrong. <laughs> that's just going to be my, my, my dislike for the week. But yeah, oh yeah, oh. first first rip on an RBR, just smoke one while I was out there. Uh-uh. Oh, nice. <coughs> Man, with the cap and everything. Yeah. <coughs> that smells good. Is that weed? Oh, she's spent. Concentrated weed. Speaking of aggressive tornadoes. <coughs> wow. Pull on as hard as you can. Don't get no water. They're different too. They don't really hit like recycle. They hit like a bubbler. Yeah, it's, um, it's a like very, a scientific bubbler. <coughs> a very smooth pull. I would say the the RBR drains are like very similar to like a splash guard with a relief drain on it. It's like a it's like a fancy splash guard. Yeah. Um, for all that stacking and energy that's coming out of that perk. Whereas mm -hmm. like traditional recyclers, which I make them like honey jar recyclers and shit like that, it's pumped through a condensed line. Right. And then it expands so and then goes to the mouthpiece. Yeah. I think the theory behind it is that when it's pumped through a condensed line, it reduces oxidization of the smoke because the smoke is submerged in water and not exposed to oxygen, which right. oxygen is one of the most corrosive things in the in, in the universe, I believe. It like dissolves metal in the air, so does water. True. But for some reason, I think they think the water is better. But in any of these pipes, everything's so small that all these theories really don't mean shit. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. Because it's all tiny. Everything's small. So it it's is. like it's on such a minuscule level. I would say the only thing that really affects flavor is if the smoke is not being like guided through the path of least resistance and it's being bumped around too much in a, in a way that doesn't benefit how the hit is. Okay, so for example, like if you ever sat down and seshed with like a bunch of people with like tons of different types of pieces on the table mm -hmm. and then like you pick up like three different mini tubes that maybe are similarly shaped, you hit all three, but for some reason the one mini tube just makes your hash taste like hash. Have you ever had a pipe that just makes the hash taste like hash? Yeah. It's not even a temp thing. It's like you have pipes that like, man, this one, everything always tastes good through this one. Mm -hmm. And you have another one where you're like, why is this just the hash taste like hash? I don't right. know if that makes sense. I, I think a lot of it kind of has to do with how much one airflow you're getting through the yeah. piece, definitely. And two, like the size of your, the hole that you're getting. Like airflow if you're and size like, of hole. Like a big, like, because if you're getting more air and less smoke, like your flavor is going to go down. Mm -hmm. Like hundred percent. Um, like I've even heard theories about like hot and cold water, or like warm and cold water, like mm. can affect the flavor. It does. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I never really fooled around with it a lot. I usually just kind of go for like room temp is the way to go. Yeah. It's always room temp. Yeah. Cold is great for like smoking weed. Weed. Yeah. But like for hash, you don't want cold water. It's just going to trap more of your hash. It's mm -hmm. going to make it just whatever's in that gonna, smoke's going to yeah. get solid again in the True, water. True. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. 
it's like a little mini fucking like distiller, like a little chamber catching like yeah. shit that's going through the smoke. Mm-hmm. So I don't know filtration, but yeah, the temperature of water will definitely affect flavor. I agree yeah. there. So yeah, it's weird. I've 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 noticed that over the years, and I'm, I'm that's why I was asking you because I'm really not sure what affects flavor because I've smoked pipes that are like the coolest looking thing ever, but I'm mm-hmm. like, why does my hash just take taste like hash? But Oh no! And we've, you know, you're always like, okay, let me retemperate it again. Let's try it again. I think I fucked up, you know. <laughs> but I think certain the way things are laid out really can affect flavor, or at least percolation yeah. or airflow. It's definitely it's definitely a combination of things, and I think it is airflow. Size and mouthpiece are part of it. Mm-hmm. But who knows? That's why I make pipes every day, smoke them, and just try to keep figuring it out. Try to keep figuring yeah, it out dude. every day. <laughs> yeah. Trial and error. Yeah, man. So, you so have you ever it. had any like close calls, being that you're working around your lathe or anything like that? It's kind of scary because it's a spinning machine and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've almost almost broke this finger a couple weeks ago because I was like using a rag and I it just like caught the whole oh, thing. Fuck, dude. It started to suck my hand up in there, but I was fortunately able enough to pull it out because like I was getting nervous about that. Your lathes are spinning pretty slow. You have enough. You can yeah. have enough time. I mean, I'm fifteen hundred, two thousand RPM. Yeah. Sometimes so it. It'll happen in the blink of an eye. Yeah, it's like, oh, there goes my arm. Yep, there goes my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, gone. Lost my arm. <laughs> like, yeah, these these lathes can definitely do it too. I'm not scared of the smaller ones, even mm-hmm. though they would, oh, yeah. they would fuck me up too. They would like ruin me too. But like they definitely that could. big one I just got would like just it would eat me. It mm-hmm. would just it wouldn't care. Like it would it's they're just built differently. Those big machines, they're mm-hmm. all like with chains and stuff, rubber belts. It's a little bit different tension system on there. Yeah. Which, yeah, with that, that ain't gonna give at all. No, it ain't that's gonna why stop. No employees are allowed to work on it, bro. <laughs> like I, even though that one has an emergency shut off, and these don't. But like with these lathes, I feel safer teaching my employees on vertigos. That's why I bought another one of those. It's mm-hmm. one right here at this station. Um, that way, like I can teach them how to use them. They just seem like a safer machine for a beginner. But once right. you get more skilled, the linen is like a totally different animal. Mm-hmm. You can do crazy stuff on yeah. that. That's what the homie has. Quite sorry, he's a litten. It's not quite. Dude, his that is dope. Big. It's like green, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like, it's all painted and shit. Yeah, it's all green. Yeah, that's sick, man. Yeah, the, the lathe is almost necessary for like the type of work like he does. It seems like with all the millies and stuff, like you really want to protect all that work. Like he's spent like maybe months on some, certain poles and things. Yeah, and you don't want to fuck around. Like no. you want to make sure that shit's held on securely safe when you sleeve and do stuff i'm not sure his process mm-hmm. but if i ever got in a million i'd want to make sure i had a fucking lathe you know yeah. just because that's so much work and time like i took a class from grim mm-hmm. back in the day and he's like one of the million masters yeah and he was even saying he's like i could make a piece worth like a million dollars with just chips i could just put so many chips in it right he's like because there's so much time he's like but no no one will ever pay for that because it's so much money he's like so that's why you have to be very selective on chips and how much you put in each piece because mm-hmm. every chip is literally so much of your time right like, people don't think about like when they're holding like a chip of someone's millipole like you're holding like a lot of someone's time and planning and like just so much energy and invest the investment's huge yeah being a milli oh, yeah. person it's a big investment that's a so I got a lot of respect for those guys. I I I think his work's absolutely beautiful, dude. It's I awesome. follow him, see his shit all the time. So, so uh, what do you think about aliens, bro? You think those are real? Well, I mean, I think we are def aliens are real. Yeah. But like, I think we are an alien. Yeah. Oh well, for, for sure. For sure. Like we don't to some along here. Everybody's an alien to someone, yeah, bro. Everybody's an alien to someone. <laughs> exactly. Like, but I mean, like. The UFO, I mean, I believe, like, all the UFOs. Like, I mean, even the Pentagon and stuff. Do you think the UFOs are are humans, or do you think it's a different species? I think the possibility could be humans. It could also be, like, there was this, like, video of, like, things going down into the ocean. Mm -hmm. And then, like, back up into the sky. I've seen all the videos, bro. I'm up all day. That stuff, I I think, could definitely be, like, you know. I mean, we haven't explored any of the ocean, you know. Yeah. There could be shit down there. Yo, bro, there's people with billions of dollars nowadays. Yeah, dude, I think it's fucking billionaires, bro. They're just getting wild. They're getting <laughs> they're wild, just getting wild, wild out there, dude. They're just—they're not it's like Jeff no Bezos, dude. Just... Jeff Bezos, he couldn't find Atlantis, so he built it. He it's built under it. the ocean, and these ships coming in and out. Like everything else, he's doing is a distraction from Atlantis. Like this—that's why his wife divorced him. She was pissed. She, she was, was pissed. like, because he's like, you're not allowed in. You don't know the password to Atlantis. This is Jeff City. It's Jeff City. That's where <laughs> that must be where he houses like Elvis. And stuff yeah, like exactly, that. dude. Yeah. No, but no, that's I always think about that shit with aliens because I've never really seen like 
UFOs or anything like that in my own personal experience. My dad has, but it was all back in the 60s, and he was doing, like, tons of stuff. Like, yeah. lots of extracurricular uh, psychedelics. Activities. Yeah, <laughs> high quantities. So, like, and I know he saw things, and I believe everything he's seen and told me about, because, like, he's told me stories where everyone was pulled over on the highway, and there's, like, a hundred people in a row all watching some weird shit going on over yeah. the Great Lakes, because, like, he's in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, I don't know. I think... Honestly, I think we are the aliens. I think Earth is just a lost colony, and we're in a species with amnesia, like Graham Hancock says. And I think we've just forgotten our history. Like, if everyone today that made cell phones died, would me and you know how to make the cell phones? No. We'd lose that technology. Exactly. That's gone. So then in a thousand years from now, no one even knows what the fuck you're talking about. They might find shells of it. Like, we find pyramids and stuff. Right. But we don't know what they're used for. <laughs> we don't know their purpose. Just like people say, like... We build these giant dams like the Hoover Dam so that we can stop water, harness energy, and power our cities. We build these giant structures for a physical return. So the people of the past were building these giant monuments for a physical return. They were getting something from it. It wasn't just right. like, that looks pretty dope. Yeah. It was like, no, that's powering our city or that's, that's helping us do whatever their fucking goal was. Who knows? Everyone's goal is different throughout yeah. history. But There was a lot of lost stuff, especially in like the Egyptian Oh, bro. Like, yeah. Mad amounts of people just boom, like dying all off at once. Well, yeah, well, I mean, like, whole culture's lost. You're familiar with all that, like, stuff that's come out with the Sphinx, the age of it changing, and all that shit? No, not too. I didn't follow that too close. Okay, so do you know how old the pyramids they say they are, right? They say they're about, like, 3,600 BC, so about okay. 5,500 years old, about. Right. But they don't know. You know what I mean? No. Well, the Sphinx I mean, was built way before that it was carved out because of like the erosion patterns around the sphinx it was like at least like 11 to twelve thousand years old like mm-hmm. during a totally different period in egypt when it was more green and more savannah like oh. with lots of trees and yeah, water yeah. um and you know the nile has moved about i think it's like nine or 15 miles away from the pyramids the nile used to be right up against them so like I think that what we're looking at there is basically an old place where they used to use for like some sort of power generation or something. Yeah. But the river moved. So if we had a dam set up and the river moved, well, not using that dam anymore. No. Yep, moving on. So yeah, it fucks it all up. But if all the people who built that original pyramid, maybe there was thousands of people that used it for generations after the people died because it just kept running because the river just kept flowing into it. Yeah. So everything was good. But then once the river started to move because of climate change and shit happening on the planet, mm-hmm. well, that structure stops functioning in the way it used to. And no one's alive anymore that knows how to fucking make it work because those people who used to do it, well, we killed them about a thousand years ago and took over this fucking place. Yep. And that's what always happens. Like the Library of Alexandria being burned and shit, like the biggest like conqueror of humans getting like farther in life is us ourselves. Like we can't get farther with things because someone gets their feelings hurt and then they go burn down the fucking building with all the information in it or they kill the guy that knows how to make that. Yep. And it's like great dude. <laughs> Hopefully another one of those guys is born soon and has this idea and wants to make this thing and make yeah. you know cuz you just fucked it all up for the rest of us. Yeah. So basically if someone doesn't get picked for the dodgeball game, he might grow up someday and fucking fuck everything up. So you gotta watch out for those kids. You gotta watch out. There <laughs> <laughs> we got, gotta include everyone so that doesn't That's happen. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's what we right. gotta do. That's but yeah, right. dude, I agree that dude, humans were definitely the fucking aliens. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of things we're seeing is just there's a lot going on that like maybe even our governments don't really understand or know. There's yep. just like weird shit happening. And also too, like we're flying through space like around a fucking star. Like the sun is like a bullet shooting through space. Yep. Literally, the sun is going somewhere. It's shooting through space, and in its wake, like when a tractor trailer goes by you on the highway and your fucking hair and everything catches in it, in its wake is all these planets, and we're one of them. And we're one of them. And we're fucking spinning around this sun while it shoots through space, and we're spinning around it like DNA. The pattern we follow is literally the double helix. We're spinning around this fucking bullet as it shoots somewhere, and we're just in the wake of it, hanging on. So who knows what we're seeing? We could be seeing fucking weird shit just getting caught up in the wake, too. Like, oh, fuck. We're, yeah. we're fucking caught up on this planet for a minute, and then they bloop back out of here. Who fucking knows? Bloop is a scientific dude. term for aliens bloop. zooming away quickly. Bloop. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's bloop the out specific of scientific term. Yeah, yeah okay. I just wanted to clarify. Gotcha. For I'll have to note that one It didn't know. It <laughs> <laughs> didn't know. <laughs> okay. We might want to get a hold of NASA and double check on that one. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, like, I don't know. I think that, like, everything is so much more interesting on our planet, and, like, then we even realize, and I think like a lot of people go through like, at least I did when I was like 17, 18, like getting out of high school, I dropped out of high school, but 
like being not in high school and just like what am I doing with my life and feeling like there's you go through a period where you feel like you know everything and there's nothing magical anymore like right because you were just a kid and you're like Disney World and you believed in Santa and then you go through high school and you get your feelings hurt a bunch and shit gets weird <laughs> and then you're like this is the world I live in I guess I'm gonna go to college now or just do whatever and then everything just seems like you know what's going on when I started learning about like all these like fun things even if they're fake I don't give a fuck if it's all fake I don't I don't have I don't put like anything and be like this is the truth i just like think it's all interesting like fun like ways to use my spend my time thinking 100 percent. you know distract me from the the actual world i live in that sometimes is horrible you know what i mean you know (laughs) yeah so but i think when i started learning about all these different like theories of alternative history and all this like cool stuff with like consciousness i was like Oh, like I feel like a kid again. I feel like there's magic. Like yeah. there's magic again for me in the world. Like as bad as things are, there's got to be something special here. Because if we're saying it, it must exist somewhere, even if it doesn't Somehow, exist here. Somewhere, dude. I believe like maybe humans, like what we like offer to the cosmos and to the whole big grand scheme is like maybe like we're these creatures with imagination is our privilege and superpower that we think things into existence. So when George Lucas and his team made like fucking like star wars and shit and thought of all these ideas they were actually painting a universe maybe fucking all that shit's happening somewhere far away like luke and all that shit's real and we don't even realize that we're like these like fucking archons that fucking create like our imagination develops universes around us in like separate bubbles like these are real places we can't visit them we'll never go there but we have the ability to dream of them and create them. And or it could go back to what you were saying about the waves that are going yeah. through. Like maybe our imagination is like some of those waves that we're picking up. And exactly. I agree. I agree with out. that, too. Like maybe like I've heard some people say, like, imagine maybe, you know, dreams and imagination are alien intelligence, like attacking yeah. us. Like, you know, maybe <clears throat> that's how they attack us. Maybe when humans think of attack, they think of like an animal attacking something and it's horrible and it's vicious and it's gruesome but maybe how other creatures attack from other worlds is they attack you with inspiration like you're getting like they're like we're gonna fucking inspire the fuck out of this creature we're gonna just make it perfect for this creature make things great and then we're gonna make this world will get awesome fuck you guys and we're out of here like maybe that's what it is i don't know but i like to think about stuff like that rather than think about like how sad it is that like there's so many people suffering and like you know like you know, it's fucking... You, and don't ignore it either. You got to obviously yeah. think about stuff and, like, you know, try to do your part and help people. But it's not healthy to be there all the time for your brain. You have to give your brain breaks just like you got to sleep. Which I'm trying to figure out how to do that. <laughs> and, like, I do too much of that. <laughs> dude, no, that's good. You're going to live longer. You're going you're gonna to be, like, younger longer and live longer. I'm going to be, like, all fucked up when I'm 45. And you're going to just be like, man, Evan did work really hard. <laughs> like, it was pretty cool. I didn't do well, that until he crashed sweet, and burned. It's up till like, 4 a.m. Yeah. for, like, I don't know, 300 days. And now look at him. He's all fucked up. <laughs> no, it'll be good, though. I'm just testing myself, dude. I'm trying to see what I'm capable of. I'm getting ready for deep space travel and yeah. shit. You know what I mean, bro? Yeah, 100%. Well, whenever you're ready think... to, to uh, go for some deep space travel, you let me know. Bro. We'll, we'll get a get a plane, to, well, it would, a spaceship together. A spaceship together. And yeah. the spaceship is like, uh, starts with D, ends with M, there were T, DMT. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Like, I, I, when I did that once, that's literally how I yeah. felt. Like, initially, I don't know if you've ever done DMT. I have not. Oh, bro. I've never, like, broken through on that shit because it's too mm-hmm. too scary for me. Yeah. Because I get this feeling like there's, like, this fucking... There's, like, someone standing right here behind me. Oh, man. Something evil. Uh, and, I, and, like, and I get all the crazy visuals. Everything's twisting, getting mm-hmm. wild. And I almost feel like... I'm standing like outside this house and inside the house is like the crazy trip, the breakthrough area. And yeah. I'm like looking through the window. Like I can see, you can it. see it. Yeah. But I haven't stepped into the party. I got you. But like right behind me, there's this like force, like that's oh. evil. And I'm like, oh, but that looks really scary and crazy in there. There's this thing down. I feel like I'm in, a, in between a rock and a hard place. Oh man. That's how I feel that's when I do DMT. Feeling. So I'm like, okay. And cause mm-hmm. like, I'll take like one hit, hold it, take a second one. And it's like, if I take a big third one, it's like, we're there. We're there. And then I'm like, Nope. nope. I just stop. And then it's like I look at my whiteboard, my whiteboard's all twisting. <laughs> Dude, I guarantee crazy. that thing is like, wild enough. It looks nuts when like, you know, you smoke. I haven't done anything like that in years though. Like I you know, since I've you know been a dad, dude, it's fucking you can't yeah. you can't have like I've had my wife come out here at two in the morning and be like, She fucking shit all over the bed. <laughs> <laughs> dude, like if she ran out here and like I was like eating mushrooms <laughs> on a DMT trip a little bit. 
that would be the time she ran out to. It would be the one time. <laughs> and then and that would be like, now um, I gotta go like clean up. I can't even be around you guys. You guys are oh, fucking man. aliens right now. You guys are aliens. You're not people right like, now. I would actually probably freak out and like be screaming. Like, what's oh, no. wrong with you? I'm like, oh, here for me. <laughs> They're here for me. Have you ever Take had a me bad away. Trip? You ever had a bad trip, yeah. Jake? Yeah. Tell me about it, bro, if you don't mind. Um, I took some acid back in college. And like it was all because it wasn't the right people, like, mm. and it was just it got like bad vibey and like me then like me and a friend just like kind of left, but we took like a mile walk like down to my old place and then it was just me and him, so we like chilled out back down there. But it was just all the vibes. It was yeah. just like that can make a huge difference. Yeah, it was like a big around. party, you know, yeah. college party kind of deal. And yeah, yeah, it just. I feel like that stuff, a lot of that stuff is much better, like going for a hike on a sunny morning. That's afternoon, you eat it around 10, and then by noon, you know, 12.30, you're starting a trip, you know, have four hours in the beautiful sunlight, getting wild, and you start coming down, and go have a big dinner, and go. Being outside is definitely, like, fun. Yeah. With that, for sure. Like, one of my worst trips was also one of my best trips, like... That, it was like weird. It had like yeah. all these different things happen. Like a good. roller coaster. Yeah, it was ride. a roller coaster, bro. Yeah. There was a lot a of lot fun, of times a lot of terror. Like that for me. It's a little bit <clears> of yeah. a roller coaster. There was this but. one point though, dude, in my trip where like me and my cousins grew up playing like fucking this game called Warhammer. You paint models and fucking Her, play with them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah a lot yeah. of Warhammer. Played like Magic. Played Mage. Played Knight. some Magic. We did a lot of that stuff, really into Lord of the Rings. Um, mm-hmm. It was just, you know, I collected battle axes and stuff. I even have a scar right here. My finger almost got cut off because me and my friend used to fight with battle axes because <laughs> we thought we were going to be warriors. <laughs> um, but we had this one point in the trip where we saw, like, the battle axes in my house, and we were all, like, tripping really hard, and it was the biggest snowstorm of the year, or in like, years, actually. Mm-hmm. And we already had, like, two and a half feet outside. We were projected to get almost four feet of snow lake effect. Because, like, you know how it is in the eastern states. Those Great Lakes can, like, push storms and just dump mm-hmm. crazy amount of moisture on everybody. Um, and we're right by it being in Syracuse area. So we had this huge storm. And we're tripping super hard. And, like, all of a sudden, like, we all looked at each other and just started saying quest. Like, we, like, we like we felt like we, had, we played a lot of... Okay, I still play World of Warcraft. We all, played, okay. we all were also playing World of Warcraft. I played that for a little bit. Okay. We played a lot of World of Warcraft. So quest was, like, we were, we were yeah. ready. And we all started getting amped up. We're like, we're going to go on a quest. And, like, Bear Mountain was right there. There's, like, the woods. There's, like, all yeah. this snow. It looks super epic. And we all go outside, and we start going through the snow. We get into the woods. We're hiking. And then, like, I hear my wife, like, screaming. She's my girlfriend at this time. Mm-hmm. And I hear her, like, screaming my name and stuff. And we're all, like, so amped up. Like, I felt, like, ready for, like, a quest. I feel like I was going to find something. Like, we were going yeah. somewhere special. I've, I've already hiked <laughs> the whole trail. I know where everything is. It's Literally. the same shit. Bad storm. It was epic feeling. Yeah. But my wife screaming. And then she, like we all look. And we're all in like our boxers and sh- like t-shirts. And this is mm-hmm. a really bad storm. Like we're in like my cousin has like small shoes on. I had boots on. Oh, but like we were not in the right attire. Like when you're tripping, sometimes you don't realize things and you can actually fuck yourself up. Oh yeah. So that's why she was like, "You what the fuck are you guys doing?" Like we're and we're like, "Oh my god, quest. We forgot. We couldn't." Then we went back to the house and tried to smoke weed. Dude, it's so hard to smoke weed if you're tripping super hard. Like. Like, you can't even, like, at least for me, like, I can't even, like, I break it up, but I don't know where to go from Dexterity, there. Dexterity. Well, like, I just break it all up, and then I don't know where to go. <laughs> where to go. I'm just like, I did that. And then, because I look at it, and I'll start growing, like, uh, little stalactites. And you're like, like, I don't know what to do with this And then now. I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, I don't know. What to do. <laughs> I don't know. Can I touch that? Like, that thing's fucking moving. It's like, a lie. Yeah, it's a This lie. is now a caterpillar, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and I don't want to hurt it. <laughs> Yeah, dude. So you're like more acid than mushrooms in your, your um, experience with tripping and stuff? I, I've done them both pretty equally. Okay. But mushrooms I prefer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, man. It's mushrooms a, are more emotional, I felt, for me. Really? It really depends. Like, where it was acid almost reminds me of like drinking a bunch of coffee and having like a mild mushroom trip. And maybe that's just kind of the only acid I ever had in me wasn't that strong. Maybe. You know what I mean? Whereas like I got tons of visuals, but I just felt really happy and it, I yeah. felt motivated as fuck. Like, I like wanted to work all night, but mm-hmm. like what I was making, like I, I could not sell. <laughs> yeah, it was not there. It wasn't good. It yeah. was just felt good though. I was like, oh, this is sick. Like, yeah, you know, like, you're, I mean, you're having fun in the moment like, for sure. For me, like when I did acid, like I noticed like the difference for me visually from acid to mushrooms, at least from like the visual part of a mild trip, I would say, mm-hmm. is that when you look at the corner of a room. With the acid, how things would like echo out, is it like or grow out or whatever? Like it was almost like very like square right angly. It was like oh, very geometric. Okay. Whereas with mushrooms, everything is very like 
wavy and like bubbly how it grows okay. so it's like i would say mushrooms are like more like round and bubbly whereas See, like acid's I, more like sharper i actually edges. had like kind of a complete like a like an opposite like with the acid i had i had like more of a emotional kind of thing mm. and then with the mushrooms i just i mean it is emotional for sure but i just feel like more happy and fun going you know kind of on the mushrooms um but the the visuals like the acid i definitely saw the more waves and bubbles oh, okay like if i looked at my phone like each individual letter would like cut be coming in Bro, well, maybe things, the like, frequencies that our consciousness is picking up we get affected differently by these different compounds because our shit's from different like we're different you know i mean maybe that maybe that fucks the whole because that's a consciousness thing that fucks you like mushrooms and stuff like acid all those things like oh, psychedelics yeah. like that's something else man it's a different level yeah and like I like when you think about like your eyes, like our eyes that we use to see, like human eyes, like our eyes are made to filter things out. They're not made to see. Mm -hmm. If our eyes saw everything around us, everything happening, like we wouldn't be able to function. Right. So our eyes are essentially filters that only let us see the shit that's gonna like benefit us in a way. So like basically when I feel like you do psychedelics, it milds that filter and all of a sudden you're seeing a lot more of what's going on. You're right. seeing how much everything's alive and moving, how much energy, all the waves affecting everything around you, mm -hmm. the radiation coming through the planet. Like you can see all this shit happening and you're like, how are you gonna go to work in the morning if this is what you're fucking seeing all the time? <laughs> so we need these filters yeah. so that we can function as a species on this limited time we have here. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if like, maybe humans are genetically made, but they were genetically made by humans. Like modern homo sapiens, like maybe it wasn't aliens that came here. Maybe it was humans that were here that were like, we need to fix our eyes because yeah, we make some really cool shit and we can all like fucking we're psychics and stuff, but this world is like too predictable and like calm. Like we need some, right. you know, so they like genetically made us these types of humans like to essentially have all these filters so that we're able to function. And maybe... oh, I heard you talking on that on one podcast that was uh, about the, that they turned off the switch in like a deer's, brain that oh could yeah see the light only going down yeah and dude. going up like dude, i was like what? dude that experiment was crazy yeah so they like basically figured out like what part of the brain to like turn off in order to make it so that it would only recognize light going up as opposed to light going down so like if there's ways of doing that that's like maybe they'll start making medicines where you only recognize when you're doing good and not when you're getting fucked yeah <laughs> that'd be nice right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, I would take a lot of that. Like, 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 if everything like, God, doing is great. going it's just, good, here's all the things that even when you're good. doing bad, yeah. it's just great. You just don't recognize <laughs> it because you're like, you know, honestly, I find that with weed. Like, yeah. weed almost does all these things in a mild form. Like, in a mild way. Weed just kind of like shows you the door and then you have to embrace it. Right. You have to be like, oh, there's a feeling I can ride that. I just have to embrace it. Yep. You know, and it's the same way if you're having a bad day. Sometimes you smoke weed, day can get worse. They can <laughs> start getting anxiety. You're like, mm -hmm. oh my God. Fuck everything right yeah. now. Like, and then you just don't want to do anything. <laughs> exactly. So it's like anything. You kind of have to, you know. Everything in moderation. Everything right? in moderation. Exactly, dude. This you, eat, you eat enough lettuce, it'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. This fucking crapper is sick, though, dude. Thank you so much mm -hmm. for this. I'm going to get yep. some more hash and stuff today. Today's the re-up day. I got a little money. Did my Sunday sale. I can go buy some terps and stuff. Yeah, stoked. That was fucking crazy that was sale. A big sale, that was man. Nuts, Holy dude. smokes! That was nuts. Finishing up the last few bubblers today, and we get the boxes. Hopefully tomorrow, we had all the boxes that we usually ship with. These mm -hmm. bubblers don't fit right in. It's like wasted space because the shape. It's okay. See, so we're just yeah, custom yeah. boxes. that should it's be here today, boxes. hopefully, or tomorrow. I gotta tomorrow. hit that thing. Yeah, dude, you're welcome to, man. I can like ash it out, put some fresh flour in, yeah, so that you can it. and actually enjoy it. Yeah, man. Here's my grinder. It's yeah, like yeah. perfect height, like you were saying, with a little bit of the bent neck, like when you're sitting here, like at a table or whatever session. Dude, and this table's a weird height, like, though, because these are sawhorses and right. these are stools. So, but when you're actually at like a table table or like you're sitting more like when I'm couch, at... Couch, coffee table. Couch, coffee co table. That's the perfect one. I'm at my mm -hmm. couch, coffee table. This is like, it's the, yep. I just barely lean forward and just can take such a nice big hit without feeling like I'm too hunched or like right. just sitting weird or like trying to... You'll hit it with like with it all straight because it's a straight neck yeah. or whatever. I, don't I know. have a big like my daily driver is a big beaker bottom tree perk. Yeah, yeah. I just love big flower pieces. Dude, me too, man. And like what I found with these though is I've run into a little issue. I can only make a few of these days. My kilns aren't big enough. 
Oh, I'm like, yeah. fuck, dude. I'm like, so I can't do another big order of these until I get a bigger kiln in here. So these it's are still a pretty, pretty nice size kiln. I have two of them too. There's a second one down there. Oh man. Well, dude, I'm making. I'm up for like. I'm up. I'm up awake for a long time. Yeah. I'm making a lot of glass. Yeah. Um, and that's because that's all I do though. And I have like yeah. all these designs I want to get to. Like I want to make ash catchers, like like bubbling ones for these and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like hang off. Exactly. Like right there. There's a lot of shit I want to do, mm-hmm. but there's just not enough time. Here you go, bro, and I oh, have yeah. a lighter right here for you. Holy fuck, dude. This fucking flew by, though. This was fun, man. We've already crushed over an hour. Can you believe it? I don't have to answer. I just like to talk to people right in the middle while they're hitting things. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> oh, that rip's nice. Dude, it's nice and open, but it's choggy some... and it's bubbly. <coughs> You can kill some big bulls. It that. it hits it looks and hits kind of like a scientific piece, but also kind of hits like an old school chugging bubbler too. It has a little yeah. bit of both. And it's literally those uh those discs that make it do that chop. And it's got the bloop bloop. Yep, the bloop bloop. Dude. <laughs> That's what it is. So nice, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm stoked. It you're able to like hit and it. like if you cut it off there, it just looks it's like Sherlock, a big. Yeah. Even the newer ones, like I I these this was like my first prototype one, so it's the one I've been smoking. Mm-hmm. But these the new ones that I've made that I've sold are all like bigger bases. The top is like a little bit more like shapely. Yeah. And um the necks are just, you know, they're just more dialed in. Yeah, man. Know. Beautiful work. Yeah, I'm stoked to start doing some flower pieces, dude. Even though yeah. I'm like, fuck, I wanna make more of these, but if I had a bigger <laughs> if I had a bigger kiln, I could actually put them out. <coughs> so that's why we're right now in the process of buying a bigger kiln. So we should hopefully have it in a month. Well, you got the big lathe. We got the big lathe. The big kiln. That's why I need it. And I'm trying to find a lathe worker to start working with us to mm-hmm. even help me with the flower line. Cause like I got my two guys that prep. I have two guys that literally work full time prepping color and opals. Mm-hmm. And they that's just I need those two guys just to get me just enough color for right. me to keep working. But I'm also doing clear stuff too. So those are just the two guys that help me get the limited amount of color pieces I get out. Mm-hmm. But then I do all the clear shit by myself. Like I don't have anyone prepping the clear or right. anything. So like I would be awesome to have a guy that kind of like got tubing set, put handles on stuff, and like I have extra machines. I'm getting a third one of those put right here by the mm-hmm. end of the year. So I'm gonna look for a, like a skilled lathe worker and someone in the springs. I'm gonna put the feelers out here soon. This is kind of like putting it out, but it's the podcast, right. and I don't yeah. know how many lathe workers really in the springs listen to the podcast because yeah. it's, it's a limited place down here already. Yeah. Trying to find someone that lives down here. It's nice though down here. Yeah, dude. Sure. Well, what's the any new big plans for ResinWorks before we get out of here today? No, nothing. Just gonna keep grinding, keep doing shop orders. Custom oh, yeah, orders. You know, Do you have a drop coming in. up with a shop you want to shout out? Or? Uh, yeah, Dub C Glass. Uh, he's a local Pennsylvania guy. I oh, just yeah. did a drop of them. And uh, also Positive Vibes out here has okay, some yeah, Positive Vibes killing well. it. Yeah, they're killing it. Yeah, their shop has blown up over the last well, few yeah, years. Jeremiah and the guy is always, always good. Yeah, super nice people. Yeah, Definitely. Man. I've talked to them a couple times in person. They're super nice. Yeah. Um, that's one thing about this industry is like, you're definitely going to meet some people that maybe make you feel some type of way, but 90% of people I would say are really, really nice. And if you do meet someone yeah. that's maybe being a little shitty, give them the benefit of the doubt. They may be having a weird day because this industry day. is brutal. It's tough to make things directly sell them to customers because mm-hmm. it's like if you do really love your work and care about what you're putting out, when there's a customer that's not happy, it breaks your heart. Yeah. So, you know, and that means there's a lot of good people in this industry that care. Um, one last thing before we got out of here, I saw this really interesting thing someone posted the other day where it says McDonald's can fuck up a thousand times, but you'll still go back and support, but a small business owner fucks up once and you never do business with them again. Now I read that and I started to agree, but then I thought it wasn't a fair comparison. No, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a fair comparison. No. And why I don't think it's a fair comparison is because with like McDonald's, it's much different. Like if you were to buy a piece from me, you buy it, you wait a couple of weeks for it to arrive. Like there's, it's expensive. Like yeah. it's like, like it's like hundreds of dollars, if not a thousand plus dollars. Mm-hmm. If you get it and you're not happy with it, then it's like, there's all this like expectation and this letdown. It's very emotional. Yeah. Um, with McDonald's, you go to McDonald's saying, I hope it's good today. Yeah. <laughs> you just expect <laughs> mediocrity. You say, God, I hope the ice cream machine is working. <laughs> like you're nope. not, you're, you're, you're going there to pay full price with an expectation of God, I hope it's good. And I'll leave paying full price knowing it wasn't today. We'll yeah. go back tomorrow. Hopefully it's better. You know what I mean? And that's, 
But the difference is, is McDonald's doesn't make you wait. I mean, yeah, maybe you have to wait 20 minutes if it's really busy. But my point is, it's all on the fly. This right. is quick decision, so you take your losses. When you're buying something from an artist or a small business owner, and this is really more for an artist, not small business owner, because if you could have a fast food chain that's like, or a, a restaurant, be a fast, you know, small business owner, right, or a franchise yeah. or whatever, this is more for creators, I would right, say. Yeah. So when you're buying something that's handmade from someone, or you're buying something from an artist, like, you know, it's it's just a totally different thing. So I try to, it's it's tough though. So there's a lot of trust and everything with the buyer and the seller and right. hoping that people Because are you're happy. talking right to the, the owner, where as in, you know, if you're going to McDonald's, you're you're talking to the cashier there. It's exactly. Not, it's like it's their responsibility. It's not the owner's responsibility. Yeah. They didn't put ketchup on your Exactly, hamburger. dude. Exactly. But the only reason I wanted to bring that up is because I know you're a small business owner. <clears throat> you work directly with people. You also do wholesale. Yep. So you're dealing with all different dynamics, you know, in this industry. And I'm sure you've had these times you deal with certain customers. 99% of the time, the greatest customers ever. Oh, yeah. There's always a couple that it's like it really, like, tugs at your heartstrings you're like fuck man like that's why like, with me i just like if someone's like upset or doesn't like something i just like okay just send it back to me full refund yep like that's it no no biggie like yep. I'd, I'd rather you have your money and go buy something that you truly love i don't want you to like wake up every morning and look at this piece and be like fuck that dude mm -hmm. because i've had that done before where like i get a job done in my house or something done in my car and it's done wrong and every morning you have to look at it your mind's you got fucked it's like, no, I don't want no. to be that person. I, I never want to, want to be that person. Every day. Well, I just don't want to be that person oh, in someone's yeah. life. Yeah. So I'm like, let me refund you or just make it you happy in whatever way we have to so that we can both move on and you don't have to wake up every day and like look at some shit that upset you that right. I maybe did or whatever the situation. Yep. You know what I mean, dude? Because like, you know. Customer service is number one. And even like when I was in the automotive industry, it was, it was the same way. It yeah. is customer service is self service too. Like yeah. it's it helps you reflect on yourself and not let your ego get too out of control and separate yourself from your business mm -hmm. because like it's tough and it's because it hurts us like personally. But you're like then you have to step back and go wait this is a business. If I bought something and this is how I felt like how would I want things handled? Right. You know Put what I mean. Put yourself in there. It's super rare, but you have to like have those tools in order to make sure you keep growing your business. Because if you don't have those tools and you don't have the ability to help your customers or at least make angry people just make it make them right without however they want and then they move on to someone else and you go your separate way and you both yep. like you know at the end of the day i just don't want my name coming out of someone's mouth being like that dude fucked me and even if someone says it right um there's nothing you can do about people saying shit but if i in my heart feel like i kind of fucked them i can't feel like that no so like i just I figure can. it out i'd rather like you know, I'm not like a big Gary Vee guy or anything like that, but I've seen one thing he posted that made sense is he's like, he always tries to make sure that um, anyone who he has business with, they get 51%, he has 49. They're always a little bit above him. Like mm -hmm. they always get a little bit more. That way at the end of the day, you know, like you did your best to make sure everything was fair. Not only fair, if you give them on paper just a little bit more, you're like, okay, I really made a conscious effort to make sure you didn't get fucked at all. Right. That's all I'm trying to do at the end of the day so that I can fucking sleep at night. That's right. But bro, it's crazy podcast, Jake. It I'm is. talkative. We had some fun. <laughs> we had some fun conversations though. Dude. It was. It was a fun time, man. Um, Thanks for having me on. I yeah, and resin work got resin works, guys. Make sure you give him a follow on Instagram. We will put his stuff down below. I will make sure to text it to Aja so I don't fuck up. I always <laughs> fuck this up. Um and this was fun. Make sure you guys sign up for our newsletter at bmsglass.com. Stay up to date with all our drops, giveaways, and everything we're doing there. Jake, thank you so much, dude. No problem. Um, this is the first time thank meeting you. you, but I feel like I got a friend today. Like, I, I think so. East Coast guy, dude. <laughs> like, seriously, like, you, you remind me of people I grew up with. Yeah. It was really, like, easy and fun to, like, yeah, hang out, dude. Yeah, super easy. Yeah, man. I feel like I've already known you. So it was awesome. And thank awesome. you so much, everybody. This was, it was a good time. Later, everybody.